I heard you can poop again. Way to go. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime that takes you one step closer to the edge. And I'm about to break! (laughs) (laughs) I I was wondering what the reference would be, and I was not disappointed. (laughs) What an energy to start this episode with. Given the chance, I'll always reference Linkin Park. (laughs) Because <laughs> everything you say to me takes me one step closer to the edge. Crawling and I'm about to break. in my, my skin. Okay. I thought, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. We don't want to get flat. Uh, so yeah, we're watching the Linkin Park anime this uh, week. We're, yeah. we're watching the music video for, oh God, what's the one song? They're, they have one music video that's all animated, and it's actually good. Oh, I don't know. I was never deep into the Linkin Park fandom. Yeah, I I never paid my admission to the Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> I was I here illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm deep in the fandom, but rather I just have bad taste in music. So Lincoln Park isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> that pause begs to differ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Uh, I thought about uh, it and then decided not to say. Not to <laughs> I mean, take I take no stand. I enjoy it. I, I won't deny it. There's still a few songs on my iPod because I still also use an iPod because I'm a dinosaur. But well, I, I'm not, not going actually to talking about it. Linkin Park right. this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Limp Biscuit. So <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, but yeah, uh, what what are we watching this week? We're watching Agritsuko. It's a Netflix original, and I believe it's from the same creators as uh, Hello Kitty. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I feel like there's a tie-in with them somehow. Uh, yes, they are Sanrio characters. Oh, there we go. And yeah, it's about, well, what do you guys know about it first? Uh, I've seen the majority of it and then stopped watching it for some reason. I don't really know why. Oh, there's not a lot of it. No, I, I just never watched like the last three episodes for like zero reason. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, uh, this is one of the rare shows that I have seen the first three episodes of. Oh, we're all going in, already have watched it. I feel like we kind of maybe should have talked about that ahead of time, so we didn't waste an episode on something we've all already seen. Surprise! No, I I do like, I'll I'll start with, uh, I do like this show. Uh, I also had a similar thing of I watched the first three episodes, really liked it, and then for whatever reason stopped. I don't know what the timing issue was, but I just never got back to it. Mm. Oh, maybe this will re-spark some joy and make you guys start watching it again. Does this uh. show spark joy? I don't. Mm. That's a Marie Kondo reference. For okay, anyone. it only sparks rage. Mm. Good point. So for anyone must, must keep it in the house forever. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who didn't watch the show, presumably because we all did, uh, it's about a little red panda uh, lady who works at an office job and hates her life and goes out and sings death metal karaoke after work to get all the rage out. And that's about Hella. it. Hella lit. 
So yeah, uh, we are watching the first three episodes. Uh, the, these are shorter episodes. I think they're each like, like 15, 15 yeah. minutes. Yep. So, so. yeah, it, it'll be a breeze this week. Gotta, <laughs> gotta soak up all the corporate hatred. Oh, God. I mean, it would also might be like a Shiro Bako part two. We might just all start getting flashbacks and just fall headfirst into that void. So we'll see. Can't wait. Let's jump into the void head first. Here we go. Bang my life. Uh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Brutal <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I mean, it's shitty boss. <laughs> chauvinist. Uh, trying to think of what she said. Chauvinist pig. Yeah, it's weird. Love that. I enjoy the show. And I was definitely friends with all the metal kids in high school, and I was the only one that didn't listen to metal. I was the weird one <laughs> listening to Simon and Garfunkel and Sticks <laughs> and other very old music at that time. Me. <laughs> Gotta music's... sail away to the record store and do your research. <laughs> this music stresses me out, so I can't say that I listen to it ever or enjoy it. <laughs> I dipped my toes into the metal phase in like eighth grade. But of course. Uh, I yeah, I I was a angry uh thirteen year old uh, uh white boy. <laughs> so, yeah. It comes naturally to us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I still do like uh, my my hardcore punk stuff. Mm. So I it it did hit a a sympathetic bone with me. <laughs> Nostalgic, I, if you will. I still occasionally, when I have a rough day, will just blast as loud as I can the heaviest music I listen to, mm. <laughs> just, just to get the feelings out. You know, in a healthy way. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you, you 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 dropped metal for a bit, and then you picked up picked up picked up ska for years to come. <laughs> picked up, yes, that I never heavy, give up hard on hitting ska. That's why I still listen to ska. <laughs> That's a life. Tuca and Birdie reference for anyone who's seen almost all of it, like I have. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're here for a it is very good another show, and it reminds me of this show a lot. Yeah. yeah. So let's so. talk about it. Agrotsuka, episode one. Opens with a very optimistic Retzko, who's the main character, starting a new office job, and it's kind of like an office uh, initi- or initiation, orientation? Orientation. Uh, orientation. And the guy's giving a speech, like, welcome all the new employees, we're excited to have you. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to be a you know, contributing adult to society, and it's going to be great! It does like the Mary Tyler Moore sort of jump up freeze frame in the air, and then as she comes back down, she lands on her ankle and rolls it, and oh. that's not fun too Um, relatable (laughs) cancel it and that's immediately where we get our first like death metal scream like so oh god that segues right into the opening where uh visually the opening's not anything too spectacular uh but it's pretty short but the music is all like it's got that heavy metal bass line like throughout the whole thing and uh, there's a few points where, like, her head, t- like, she's, like, dancing and her head kind of twists in sync with the guitar rift stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that whoever was the one, like, editing up that sequence, very nice touch there. And then it comes back from the opening to five years later. You see a bunch of beer cans and, like, convenience store lunches, like, strewn about the apartment. The alarm's going off. 
and Redskin is hitting the alarm, just like, oh, God, just 10 more minutes or 10 more seconds. And once she finally wakes up, she's like, work can bite me. So she's already, <laughs> already in that corporate mentality of like, fuck everything. <laughs> so you can tell. We're done here. I'm not going in. Oh, God, that, that's been this whole week for me. So, yeah. Today's yeah. the day. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So today's the day someone else is going to deal with this. <laughs> and yeah, so she went from bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, optimistic to just dead inside within the span of five years. And honestly, if it took the full five years to get there, I'd be impressed. It took me about four weeks. So good for her yeah, for lasting that long. Uh, it, it doesn't take long for <laughs> spirits to die. No. Mm. And... Uh, we see her getting ready or doing all of her morning routine stuff. And as she's about to leave work, she's like, oh, right, one more thing. And runs back and picks up a microphone. And she slips into her purse. And then we see her on, like, the morning train, like, commute into Japan. So everyone, you know, typically takes public transit. And it's just crammed in there. And she's got some big, literal donkey, like, mouth breathing over top of her. And then when she tries to turn away, I think, I think it was a pig who was, like, kind of, like, snorting, like, in her face. It's kind of like, ugh, everything sucks. And then uh, once she gets to work, she's walking into the front door of the office and realizes, ugh, she's still wearing her, like, house slippers. They're Crocs. And they're she's wearing pink Crocs. Pink Crocs. What a faux pas. <laughs> How good. You'll never make it in this corporate life. <laughs> Blue Crocs is one thing, but pink Crocs? I know. And it's kind of, they're kind of just her, like, comfy house slippers that, you know, you're not supposed to wear outside of the house because they're just so ugly. But they just feel so nice. We all got those. I got sweatpants on right now. And <laughs> uh, she realizes that. She's like, all right, I'm already at work. I just have to get up. Uh, I guess in Japan it's not too uncommon to have, like, locker rooms and to change into your, like, your, your work outfit before you start the day. So she's like, I just got to get up to the uh, changing rooms before anyone sees me and I'll be good. And right as she's thinking that, uh, Sonoda appears. Her, one of her co-workers. One of her l- least favorite co-workers. N- not, her, not a fan favorite. And she's just this, like, big, big, bright-eyed, like, gazelle. And she's, like, really, like, high energy. And just like, oh, uh, Resco, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And she's like, and uh, Resco just starts swinging her arms, just trying to, like, dance. To try and distract her from not looking at her shoes, <laughs> which I think, if anything, would probably make her look more at her shoes. Of like, what are you doing? And then you looked up and down the person's body and be like, "What's happening right now?" You'll see him, uh, and that's exactly what happens. She the dancing doesn't work, and Sonoda looks down and sees her shoes, and uh, she's talking about like, "Oh, I got uh, big shoes to fill like coming up," and kind of hints at like, "Oh, she saw them." There's no real direct interaction, but. Uh, Retsuko's already panicking of like, oh no, she's going to tell everyone and I'm going to be embarrassed. And before <laughs> she can even react, Sonoda's already on the elevator as it's closing and like kind of laughing at her. So, Sonoda's a bitch. Haha. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as Retsuko gets up to work, uh, she gets into the office and is immediately just like jumped on by uh, this hippo lady who's just, she's the office gossip and just Chat, 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 chat. She's got a thousand things to say a mile a minute and uh, talking about her nephew and celebrity gossip and all this stuff. Dishing out that hot goss. That's me. <laughs> she Spill that tea. <laughs> I'm that one. I'm like, hey. You hear? How's it going? <laughs> Did you hear about this? The scandal this, this weekend. And Redskin, she's like, she's already like burnt down and exhausted. So it's kind of like, 
okay, here we go. Because, like, uh, this character, it, it, she's not, like, a bad person. It's not like uh, Sonoda where it's like, fuck her. It's kind of like, you're bringing in a lot of energy right now, and I am not ready for it. Just kind of, you know, different personalities. Yeah, they establish later on she's, like, the very peppy, like, middle-aged woman who's been at the company for forever Mm -hmm. and just knows everyone, knows everyone's business, and is just in your face 24-7. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she she comes with good intention. She's not intentionally being annoying, but uh, we see with some other characters who are a bit more malicious and assholes. And uh, as Rescue gets into work, she starts changing, and she bumps into her friend Fenico, who's a Fennec Fox. As if the name I doesn't give it her. away. She's very great. creative. <laughs> She's got- also me. I'm somehow both. <laughs> I am I am both what's her what's the hippo lady's name? I don't remember. I don't think they say it in these episodes. I am both Hippo um, Lady and Fenico. Yeah. The high energy and then also the like I guess nihilist. Cynical. Yeah, cynical. <laughs> this show's about me. <laughs> it's all about me. I'm every character in it. It's too relatable. Oh my god. It me. It LOL. Me. Hashtag me. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate this bit. And <laughs> good to know. And, what bit? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this is how I've always crawl. talked, Brendan. Oh god. We're nothing but authentic here. <laughs> authentic. Too legit. So fancy. God, I hate this. <laughs> anyway, uh, Retsuko is getting changed with Fenico, and they're talking, and they're kind of talking about how annoying uh, Sonoda is. It's kind of like, ah, oh, she's just like so fake. It's like, and Fenico kind of explains, like, oh yeah, she's real annoying, but she's definitely got a pattern, especially with her Instagram poster. I don't think she says Instagram, but that's what they're alluding to. She posts pictures uh, online on social media. And she, Fenico's saying, like, she's got a pattern. It's like, what was it? Like pastry. Drink, like, selfie. Pastry, drink, selfie. Pastry, drink, selfie. And then thigh pick. So every, like, third rotation of that pattern, she's just a thigh pick. It's every 13 days. 13 days? Okay. And Thigh pick. Thigh pick. And (laughs) Fennec is saying, like, I noticed she's doing more thigh picks. Like, it's not every 13 days. She's picking up the pace with how many times she's, or when she's uploading the thigh picks. So she's out looking for a guy. She's out, like, you know, going to singles bars and stuff. And (laughs) Rescue's just kind of like, Whoa! Like, damn! <laughs> like, chill. This ain't CIA, or, you know, CIA or something. But Fenico's like really up to date. She's like, ah, I hate, her. I hate uh, Sonoda so much. I hate her so much. But she's like learning all of her social media patterns. And then immediately cut to, Hey Sonoda, how you doing? It's like, Oh, I got my nails done at this new salon. Oh, let me know where that salon is so I can like stalk you further. It's like, Oh, jeez. <laughs> so Fenico is very cynical. And better, but she still like can you know do the office pleasantries. She doesn't uh, do it to people's faces, uh, not all the time. And that's when we get into the office, and we see Mister Ton, who's just a big old pig in every sense of the word, except for the good senses of the word. Because sometimes pigs are good, but this one's an asshole. Yeah. And he is Retzko. Well, he's everyone's boss in accounting. Uh, Retzko works in accounting, and. He's already pissed off because his desk isn't set up the way he likes. Apparently, they have a rotation schedule where one of the employees comes in and, like, dusts his desk, puts flowers in the vase, does something else, makes tea. Guess who was triggered by this? <laughs> mm. Everyone, mm, hopefully. Meeny, meeny, miny, all of <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so it's, like, three minutes to... Uh, 
you know, nine or something, like when the day's supposed to start, and he's already pissed off, like, why isn't this all done? Fennica leans over and is like, hey, psst, Ratskell, it's your turn. She's like, ah, shit, and runs and does it all. And he's like, huh, you did it in time, I suppose. That's, even though she does her job fully. And he's like, well, you also have to make me tea, because that's a woman's job. Go make me tea, woman. And she's like, oh, it's this asshole. Hmm. Cool. Mm. I lo- it's one of those things where it's like, I know the show's about like the frustrations of the workplace. I still hate seeing it. <laughs> like, I know that's the whole premise of the show, but it's just like, oh, God, you're just the worst. Yeah. yeah just seeing it so overt. Yeah. Out, rather than the typical, like, hints mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, the subtle mm-hmm. reminders. He's just blatant. Just like screaming. the, oh, you're better at making tea. So you <laughs> should do it. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. I'm just a dumb boy. You're going to remember the coffee order better than I ever could. <laughs> mm-hmm. And You just have such a good memory. You're so smart at taking coffee orders. <laughs> I feel like this is getting to a personal level for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he tells her to make tea, we start hearing the metal music and like the b- double bass pedals like in the background. She's like, yes. Sure, I'll do that, because you're my boss, and I don't want to get fired. So she goes and makes the tea, and when she brings it back, he's, he said he made it, she made it wrong, or it's cold, I forget exactly how, but she she didn't make it to the way he specifically likes it. And he's like, oh, that he's talking to his little, like, meerkat assistant, and he's like, that's okay, I'd rather have an incompetent woman than a competent woman. And he's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. It's just like... And that's when we get our first uh, cut to in the show of... Uh, Rescue just in the bathroom screaming into her microphone, like doing the death metal howl and all that stuff. And it's just uh, cathartic to see it all out there, but it's still infuriating because it, infuriating because it's like it doesn't address the problem. It's just a stretch of lever, so it's just like, uh, I get it, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the band-aid method yeah. of addressing your issues. Yeah. Let me just scream bloody murder in the bathroom for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I also saw uh, I saw an interview or maybe a posting online or something, but saying like they had to get a like, specifically trained death metal singer to do these lines. It's not just uh, the voice actors because this would destroy a voice actor's career to do these untrained, like, on the spot so yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of prep for this. Uh, and when she gets back, Fennica's saying, like, oh, jeez, I wouldn't put up with that shit. Like, if, I, if it was me, I would told him to, you know, tell him where to stick that tea. You know, kind of all that cathartic, like, ah, this is what I would have done, even though everyone knows they would have done the yeah. same thing. Cause no one would speak up to yeah. a boss. <laughs> you don't want to get fired. So. Wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when... Haida comes by. I don't think we actually learn his n- name in these episodes, but we've yeah, already we learned it. I think like third episode. It is later. Yeah, uh, but he's a hyena. Haida, get it? And that, I don't really know. And he comes by and says, <laughs> "Oh, he never actually." <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they're talking. They're lamenting about Mister Ton still, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you should go to HR." And he. Haida says, like, oh, he would never actually get into trouble. He would come up with some bullshit, like, oh, I didn't know I was making Reds go uncomfortable, blah, 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 and just kind of, you know, evade his way around trouble, because, ne- you know, it never gets reported and never gets solved when it does. So, just kind of saying there's not much you can really do about it. And then that's when we see uh, Sonoda 
from earlier, sucking up to Mr. Ton, being like, oh, geez, like, oh, you're going golfing later? Golfing's so cool. What kind of clubs are you? Just kissing ass just so much. And it's just, you know, understandable why some people might not like her. Hmm. <laughs> And then uh, the gang, Retzko, Fenico, and uh, Haida are like, oh, let's go grab a drink, like a tea or, you know, water or something, and let's just get out of here for a bit. And as they're walking to grab a drink, they pass by the, I believe he's the CEO's secretary and the head of marketing, Washimi and Gori, who are a secretary bird. Ha ha, the puns continue. Uh, ha. And the head of marketing, Gori, who is a gorilla. And uh, they're just kind of, like, strutting by. They're doing, like, the very, cor- like, successful corporate woman, like, strut. And as they walk by, they're just like, oh, wow, look at them. They're so, like, they're top of their game. They're so good at their jobs. And as soon as they turn the corner, Gory just, like, bends over. It's like, oh, God, my back. The fucking walk's <laughs> killing my back. It's <laughs> like, no, you got to maintain the, you know, appearance. Like, got to be strong. Don't let anyone know. Yeah. <laughs> Keep when, it inside. Uh... J- Jackie and I never got to work a Halloween together, mm-hmm. but I would have loved to be them. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> if Jackie and I were them. That would have been so cute. Mm-hmm. We don't see it much in these first three episodes, but these two are some of the best characters. Uh, and like, this is one of the first moments where I'm just like, ooh, I like Gory. She's she's great. Mm-hmm. They're very good characters. Yeah. And then uh, the gang's just like complaining about work and uh, having drinks. And then we cut to Sonoda asking... Mr. Ton for help with her reports because there's so many reports and she doesn't know how to do it all and she doesn't know if she can get it all done in time and just handing off her work to him and he'll just take it because she's playing up the incompetent woman angle that he loves so he just falls for it and right as Rescue gets back to her desk there are all those reports that she just had Mr. Ton's just dumping it on her just passing the buck and he's and we get a actually she's a gazelle <laughs> well, Bazinga! Oh God, no! And I hate, I hate myself. <laughs> uh, we're done here today. At least we're all on the same page. Uh, and then when all like the paper, oh. <laughs> all the reports fall on Retzko's desk, she actually says like, "Oh, this is fine. I can do this. Uh, this is fine. I'll, I'll take this." And we see uh, her still working through the night, and it's almost 10 p.m. by the time she's actually. She gets up and like starts making tea, and I guess it's kind of when she's done all of her work. And she's reflecting on her life. She's like 25 and working in this like dead-end job she hates with everyone that she hates. And she just kind of, this is around when she leaves and goes to the karaoke bar after work. And just this is where we see her let out a rage almost every night, just screaming into the microphones to death metal. And that's episode one. Woo. It, it really it really establishes uh, the the corporate feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those like very unassuming like oh this is a cute show and then you watch it for like a few episodes and you're like oh wow wow they really nailed down like the infuriating bullshit and like anytime you try and crawl your way out they they knock you back down a few pegs. It's like yeah, uh, no escape. Yeah. It's a cute show, though. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute show. <laughs> but there's a cute little red panda. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at all these cute little animals working their little jobs. Yeah, little outfits. Oh, they got little keyboards. So, for episode two, we open up. Retzko is at a department store just browsing and then there's this very nosy very up in her face uh service rep who's 
Just, oh, uh, anything I can help you with. Anything I can help you with. Need anything? Anything I can help you with. Uh, just really hounding her. Uh, uh, and she, out of obligation, <laughs> buys a pair of socks, because she's the type to uh, buy something so she doesn't just leave the store empty-handed. And uh, the sales rep is trying to get her to buy uh, or sign up for the store's, like, rewards card, which she's really saying, no, thanks, just get me out of here, I hate you so much. God, they, uh, those stores push those cards so hard. Like, even when I worked at Target, they're like, push the red card. You, you really gotta save push- 5% by getting a Target red card? God. Employees only got 10%. Would you like 18 emails a day? God. <laughs> Even when I work there, they're like, employees only get 10% off. But if you want 15% off, you could get a red card. And I was just like, fuck all of this. Not Stop it. Pushing it on your own We employees. didn't get to use our discount unless we had a red card or we paid with cash. Oh, hmm. the produce area where I worked didn't have cameras. And it was the only place in the store without cameras. So I would just steal food. What up? <laughs> You're on tape, I'm right calling there. the police. <laughs> it's back in Pennsylvania. That doesn't exist anymore. It's fine. Hello? Joke's on you. The police? <laughs> That's who you are. Uh, so, uh, she she gives in and she's about to sign up for a card. Uh, but then this cool cat yeah. uh, walks up behind her. A literal like, cat. Uh, go to hell. She doesn't want it. Fuck off. It <laughs> turns out it's uh, Puko. Uh, uh, her uh, friend from high school sh- that she hasn't seen in forever. Yeah. <clears throat> so they are out uh, walking around, uh, catching up. Uh, Puko has been sort of traveling the world and uh, only coming back to Japan uh, when she needs money. Uh, so she'll work like an odd job long enough to get her back out into the world. And uh, Retsuko is just so jealous. So envious of that lifestyle. Uh, but uh, Puko's saying, like, you're. Uh, this doesn't seem like the life for you. I, I didn't think you would want it. You're always so responsible. You got a job, like, right out of school. I bet you're the type who, uh, like, reads the terms and services before hitting I, I agree when you sign up for a new app or uh, <laughs> all that, like, very uh, technical stuff, like, very uh, responsible. Detailed-oriented. Uh, and then uh, guesses that she bought those socks just out of the obligation and uh, really hits <laughs> home the type of person that uh, Retsko is. Yeah. Too real. She goes into work and uh, she is being hounded by one of the other managers, uh, uh, Miss Subone, I believe. Subone? Yeah. I wrote uh, Snake Lady. <laughs> yeah. She's a Snake Lady. Uh, Miss Snake Lady. Komodo Dragon. Tiny. Oh, yeah. ah, Komodo Dragon Lady, <laughs> KDL, <laughs> KDL, because her mouth is full of toxic bacteria and also words. Ha ha. Ah. I don't know if that was the point, but it, it's a good <laughs> tie-in. <laughs> Komodo dragons have a lot of bacteria in their mouth that can be toxic for other animals when they bite them. Oh, that's why they're so dangerous. <laughs> They got them That's why she's dirty, so nasty. nasty mouths. <laughs> got those nasty mouths. <laughs> got those trash mouths. So, she's handing off all her work to Retzko, uh, just making her look over all her files and all that stuff, because 
because uh, uh, she's a people pleaser and she'll she won't say no. Uh, so she's uh, all loaded up, uh, but she noticed or uh, Komodo Dragon Lady notices how tired she is, uh, and she's like, "Hey, I I know I'm leaning on you hard, uh, but here here's a little lesson. I I started jogging and uh, it was just really hard at first, but." I just kept at it, and and I got stronger, and it was built up, and I got better. And it's like, oh, this is a nice little motivational moment. Mm-hmm. And then she says, so what you're going to do is you're going to do all my work, so it'll be easier for you. Ha ha ha, idiot. So I have more time to go jogging. Yeah, she turns real, turns real evil real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... When Retsuko suggests that, oh, hey, the boss is uh, uh, pretending to golf. He's playing around with his golf clubs. Wanna, wanna go talk to him and have him help? She's like, no, that's his job. He's the boss. <laughs> He's not he supposed do to do the actual work. It is his job to stand around and pretend that he does work. <sighs> Uh, so the little meerkat toady uh, suck-up assistant goes up to the boss and is uh, joining him in the golf <laughs> mimicry and uh, is is showing this, like, uh, resort uh, golf, like, spa retreat and saying, like, oh, this is so great. We just, oh, we've been working so hard. We deserve a vacation. As they are pretending to work, and Retsuko is drowning in all the papers. And uh, this is where we get this episode's uh, Metal Freak Out. Yep. Deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we jump to them, uh, the the gang of uh, uh, Fenico and what, Hyena Boy, what? Hyda? What's his? Hyda. Hyda. Hi. Duh. Wow. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> You'll remember the name. Hida! <laughs> Get it? Heidi Klum and uh, Fennec are uh, having lunch <laughs> together. And uh, Retsuko is talking about bumping into her friend. And they're like, oh, yes, you are a people pleaser. And lists all the things that uh, Puko said that she is likely to do. Be uh, <laughs> reading terms and services and buying socks out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Retsuka kind of freaks uh, out of how easily that like everyone's able to like nail her personality. Like she's just so easy to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a textbook uh, people pleaser, uh, team player, mm-hmm. and and uh, they say everyone dumps on her because she's a team player, and that's why team players lose. Yep. Uh, wow. <laughs> if you want to make it in this world, fuck someone else over. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, uh, coming back from the break, they see the the uh, powerful women that they were uh, uh, fantasizing about earlier, um, being very jealous that no one uh, makes them put up with their shit. They get to do their own work on their own time, and they're so powerful. Hell yeah! Uh, and as they turn the corner, uh, the uh, uh, it was Goro and who? What? Gori and uh, Washimi. Yeah, Goro. Goro. Yes. From uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat character Goro is now in this show. Uh, so yeah, they're chatting and they're like, oh, I I really wanted to see the, that, the red panda lady because uh, uh, my uh, horoscope said that 
yellow's my lucky color, and and uh, she's yellow, so it's great. <laughs> uh, so Retsuko meets up with Puko after work, and they get drunk, and they're just venting. Uh, Retsuko is talking about how uh, shittier bosses, whenever they go out drinking as like a company, uh, she has to pour it for them, and he's always a dick about it. Uh, requesting being poured a specific way, like the label facing upward when you're pouring for someone else. I don't know if it's common Japanese customs, or this is just a very old school way that he's holding other people to. I mean, yeah. it seems pretty shitty that when you're uh, out and not at work, that your boss is like, hey, do, more do this working for, for me. me. Anytime your boss is like, hey, want to hang out after work? That's shitty. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> no. I went to one corporate party and I fucking hated it. <laughs> uh, so uh, she's uh, talking and uh, Puko is sort of uh, talking about how uh, how she's able to uh, keep doing her stuff. Uh, and she mentions that uh, she wants to start an import store. Uh just having, uh, being all over the world, seeing all the goods and how Japanese people would love them. She wants to bring them all to Japan and sell them in a storefront. And, uh, Retsuko is just enamored with this fantasy of just a small shop in a small town, living a simple life, being her own boss. Me and- too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stardew Valley is... <laughs> it really is. Ugh. Uh, and, uh, Puko's like, hey, uh, we would love to have you as an accountant if you want to join us. And, uh, it, it would be so much more fun than where you're at now. And, uh, I am not a shitty boss. <laughs> so if you want me to be your boss, you know, the chill cat you love hanging out with <laughs> and is drunk with you right now. Let's do it. Dope ass cat friend. You know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, she's walking home and fantasizing about how, uh, incredible that opportunity would be. And now quitting the corporate life is on her mind. Yeah, Retsuko mm-hmm. trying, like, backs away of, like, oh, no, I, ca- I can't quit my job. Puka's just like, why? And that's kind of, like, the first time Retsuko realized, like, oh, I could quit my job. Like, why couldn't I? There's nothing really holding <laughs> There's me There's nothing there. holding me here, just financial security. Yeah. But now that I could swing somewhere else, uh, the opportunity is... Uh, viable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we get one of those, I forget exactly where, but it was somewhere in that episode where it was one of the death metal screams, and, you know, the background's all, like, red and blood spiky, and we get some fly, uh, fire going around, she's got, like, the black eye makeup, and I believe it's supposed to be a pentagram underneath her, like, satanic <laughs> devil music, but they added an extra point, so it turned into the Jewish Star of David, so, Mahayam. <laughs> Good on you, Rex. <laughs> well, hi, Mazel Tov. They're, they're sending a different message there. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, right. it's a weird B subplot of Retzko converting to Judaism. They don't they, you, they addressed it in the last episode. I'm in. That would be so weird. <laughs> uh, Jewish metal is way less satanic than the concept of hell. God, there's so much metal music. There probably is Jewish metal. Like, there's so many subgenres. There's probably there's Christian metal. I think. Yeah. I mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, episode three. 
episode three. It starts off with like this newscast where this guy is going around and he's taking anonymous interviews for people to talk about their bad bosses. Billy on the street. (laughs) (laughs) For one dollar, please talk about your shitty boss. (laughs) Um, So he's interviewing Retzko, but her face is blurred and her voice is like pitched higher. And, uh, he's like, hey, you got a bad boss? Tell us about them. And she's like, yeah, I mean, he's pretty bad. He makes me do dumb shit for him and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, great. Well, thank you for your time. And then she just keeps going. (laughs) Can't stop. And I wish I had written down what she said, because she said some, I wrote down, dang, she's talking hot shit about her boss. (laughs) Yeah, talking about, like, how he made, uh, he makes her make tea and because it's a woman's job and kind of just, like, vents everything Mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, he's and then lazy, there's this, he's a chauvinist, he's sucks, I hate him. Down with the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Eat the rich. Um and I'm she, on TV, revolt everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she like dips down underneath the blur of her face <laughs> oh, yeah. and then comes up on the other side and has like her little metal moment where she's yelling. And I thought that was very funny visually. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, and then transitions into the opening and then she's at work and she's making copies and she's fantasizing about how nice it would be to work at Puko's import store. And she, in this process, has leaned down on the copier and she just makes copies of this very happy face. <laughs> oh, real quick. I think this is the first time I've heard of like imports as a business in a show that wasn't code for drugs or like. Illegal activities. Like, this is the first legitimate yeah. import business I've heard of. Yeah. It's it's Jeez. a pet shop. <laughs> As the copies are coming out, Hippo Gal picks it up and she's like, Wow, Retzko, you look so happy. What's on your mind? Why do you look so happy? What's happening? Give me the goss. And she just, she just keeps going. And Retzko's like, shit. She's, I, she's I can't tell her the actual reason, and I don't want her to, like, start a rumor about me quitting my job, which I don't think she would immediately go to, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want that to happen. So yeah, when she's describing her face, she's like, it looks like you're seeing freedom. You <laughs> look like you've made you a decision so, about something. Yeah. Um, so she's like, here's what happened. I had some bathroom trouble. <laughs> I couldn't poop for days. And this morning, I finally pooped. (laughs) And the hippo girl was like, oh my god, I knew you looked relieved. Good for you. (laughs) But I like how that's the lie of like, it can't be something work-related. So, I got a big old nasty shit this morning and it fucking ruled. (laughs) It was so great. I like that also, though, she knows that the she's going to tell everybody in the office, and she's fine with them knowing that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's like, I know she's a gossip, and I know she spreads rumors. So, like, let me give her something. Let me her- give her a rumor that she can spread that won't get me in trouble. And it's like, I cranked out this big old hairy turd. And she's like, what? That's the go-to. <laughs> hairy. <laughs> um, all right. I don't want to get into hairy poops. Let's. Um, but so she's like, uh, Rhett's goes in the bathroom and she's like washing her hands. And then Fenico comes in and she's like, hey, I heard you pooped. <laughs> Good job. Congrats. <laughs> and then she's like, I also saw you talk shit about our boss on TV. And um, Rhett's goes doing her lipstick and she just like runs it across her cheek because she's just like, huh? What? <laughs> what? Someone saw that. But they blurred my face. Me on TV? 
I never. What? Not possible. Mm, no. <laughs> um, and then we are back in their office, and then Haida comes in. And he's like, let's go. And he's, she's like, yeah. And he's like, did you have a baby this morning? <laughs> and she's like, what? No. What are you talking about? Are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, I heard, I heard that you, I don't remember what he said, but he just, he misinterpreted. There was a weird game of telephone with this poop story. Yish. And it got to him and he was like, baby? It was something like she like unloaded a lot of weights and like a big push there was like certain words that like could be used for pregnancy and yeah it got misconstrued but just like yeah i mean some people call it give a birth <laughs> dropping the kids off at I the pool hate that <laughs> i hate it i want this to be over now take the browns to the super bowl <laughs> stop it <laughs> um so she's like no did i even look pregnant and he's like no okay whatever (laughs) but then we get fanica's laugh which is just the (laughs) 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 she's the best character (laughs) oh the sound wave for that was so fun now we just want to (laughs) see it's our time we're playing around now this isn't for you guys (laughs) <laughs> this is my time. Get out. Um, so the Komodo dragon lady calls her over to her desk and she's like, let's go. Let's take a look at your work. And she's like pointing out all these things that she was doing wrong. Um, oh, and she had seen like the copies she made of Retzko's face mm-hmm. of her own face, I guess I should say. And she was like, you look too happy. Let's ruin it. <laughs> um, You're not here to be happy and goof and- around. Having fun on company time? I never! Not allowed. So she, like, tapes that picture to Retzko's face while she's telling her all of these things that are wrong with her work. And in her mind, Retzko's like, why am I putting up with this? This is bullshit. And then out loud, she says, maybe you should have done your job and checked the ledger yourself. Hot damn! And I was just like, yes, baby! Kapow! Yes! (laughs) Putting that bitch on the endangered species list. Oh, good one. <laughs> um, and she's just like, I'm done with this. I'm done with all this bullshit. I'm done working on all her work. Because she literally, this Komodo dragon lady just gives her all of her work. Yeah, and... Why do they give Retzko? Everyone gives Retzko all of their work. Because <laughs> they know she won't say no to it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if it's at this moment or earlier, but yeah, the Komodo dragon lady like points out, like, no. I don't give other people my work. I do my work. And then I give it to you. I specifically give it to you. Like, she makes it very clear that mm-hmm. she's targeting Retzko. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she goes out for drinks with uh, Puko again. And uh, she tells her what she did, how she stood up for herself. And Puko's like, hell yeah, girl. Hell yeah. I'm so proud of you. Um, and then Retzko's like, oh, about the import job. And then uh, Puko's like, yeah, uh, about that. And she's like, where is it going to be? Oh, is it going to be in this town? Is it going to be in this town? I want to guess. And then Puko's like, it's online. What are you talking about? It's all digital. (laughs) Can't afford a shop right now. It's a startup. Yeah, maybe after a while, like in a few years, we'll have a brick and mortar shop. But for now, it's going to be all online. And uh, Retzko's like, oh, okay. 
And then Puko's like, yeah, and your pay isn't going to be great. But you can move back in with your parents, right? Like To save money. You don't have to live in an apartment. They live in town. You're still close. Yeah. Everyone loves living with their parents. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Says me, the one who lives with my parents. Um, Me, the one who moved across the entire continent to get away from mine. (laughs) But, I mean, like, it is, like... I know that once you move out, moving back in with your parents can be like a rough thing of being like, yeah, I'm financially independent and I can handle myself. And then being like, oh, nope, never mind. <laughs> no. Crawling back with your tail between your legs. That was a fun jaunt. So Retz goes like, well, I guess there goes that dream. The Stardew Valley dream has been shattered. Ruined. Uh, so now she's back at work, and she's making sad copies of her face. <laughs> oh. And the hippo girl sees them, and she's like, "Oh, let's go! You pooped. What happened? <laughs> you should be like, excited. Why do you look so sad? <laughs> you should be riding that high for two days straight." <laughs> yeah. And then Retzko's like, "Some things." Even a good pooping can't fix. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I picked the episode where they talk about pooping. <laughs> Is that why you specifically didn't let me pick this episode? No, I just I just picked it. I forgot. It's it probably for the best. Yeah. Um, and then Ritz goes in the hallway and, uh, gee, I forgot. Sonoda? The, her name. Sonoda. She sees her and she's like, hi, Retzko, how's it going? And then she's like, oh, I'm okay. And she's like, I heard you were quitting. <gasps> and Retzko's like, oh, huh? Hoost? Uh, what? She's like, yeah, I heard it from Hippo Girl. Never wrote down her name. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm, okay. And then she runs away. And she's like, why would you tell Sunoda that? Why would you tell anybody that? And she was like, well... I thought Sunoda was your best friend. <laughs> you know, the girl like, you hate most here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it turns out that the hippo girl had actually heard it from gross assistant boy. Timon. The meerkat. Timon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he was a meerkat. He doesn't look like anything. Yeah, it's... It, he just looks it, It's a very generous drawing, but I think it's the eyes, because meerkat's eyes are like usually small. But with his eyes are so big, mm. it messes the head size up more. So it's kind of like, oh, you're just like a, you're just like a weird rat thing. Yeah. But so yeah, she, uh, hippo girl had heard it from Timon, <laughs> and then it turns out hip hippo, hippo. no nope. pig man, Mister Ton, boss man, Mister Ton wants to talk. Uh oh. Which is scary. Mm-hmm. You never want to hear that your boss wants to talk. <laughs> I actually had my boss complain to me. He's like, why do you employees always get like so nervous when they're like, hey, come into my office. We'll talk real quick, like casually. He's like, why do people get like nervous with that? I'm like, because that's, that's what you say before you fire them. Like, what do you mean? Why do they get nervous? Why wouldn't you get nervous with that? Yeah. Last time my boss told me he wanted to talk, I got laid yeah. off. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it uh, uh, doesn't I, usually go great. Yeah. I don't like hearing that my boss wants to talk. Your boss never says, hey, um, let's talk. I got this new puppy. You'll want to see all these pictures. That never happens. Nope. It's always bad. We need or to talk. Meet me at the Baskin Robbins down the street. <laughs> we need to talk. Meet- Get you some ice cream. Meet me on the basketball boy. court. I want to show you my vertical jump. <laughs> Eight foot vertical. <laughs> what up? I want to practice um, my alley-oops. <laughs> you need to set me up. <laughs> Um, 
So he is in the office and Retsuko goes in and he's just ominously doing math on an abacus. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I love these things. You kids and your calculators. It's not as clean as this thing is. And he says he's calculating all of the money that they've wasted on her. And then she like has this flashback uh, to when she was talking to Puko. And uh, she's like, I'm sorry, Puko. Like, I can't take this job. Like, I have to be able to make money. And she's like, yeah, you know, that's fine. You know, Retsuko, it's really people like you in the world that let people like me, like, live this way. And it's nice. Like, it's a nice sentiment. But at the same time, it's like... Parasite. I don't like that. Yeah, like, it's, it's a little shitty to say the only reason I get to be carefree is that you have a shitty existence. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Retsuko's like, I don't know, she's kind of like... Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so, oh, I'm helping my friend in an indirect way. It's like, no, your friend's a freeloader. Like, yeah, and, and you're working hard while she's doing... Jack shit. Nothing. Yeah, if like, looking at it from the societal aspect of, like, you have the responsible people doing work, so there are, are like, creative types, and they serve different purposes for society... That makes more sense, mm-hmm. but on the interpersonal level of you are an office drone, so I can roam around like uh, Vienna for the year. That <laughs> that doesn't really feel good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Because you know, you wouldn't want to be one of those people. You wouldn't want to look at yourself as someone who's responsible. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. <laughs> um, but so we're back in the office after that flashback. And uh, Timon <laughs> pulls out her internet history at work. Shit. And she's been looking up articles about quitting her job or finding a new job or can I really live off this much pay? Um, which I was like, that's an invasion of privacy, but okay. Uh, technically not if it's a work computer. Like, there's a lot of, like, laws and, like, stuff. So, like, it's t- they're technically allowed to do it. It's still shitty, hmm. but it's legal. Hmm. Well, I wasn't saying it was illegal, yeah. but shitty. Um, but so they pretty much found out that she wants to get a new job. And Pigman says, I'm going to call you Calendar because your days here are numbered. And the whole time during this uh, confrontation, there's a laptop off to the side with her street interview from earlier that morning. Like the video paused oh, yeah. on that. Just, like, in the back. Just kind of saying, like, hey, we saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the worst kind of punishment of, like, you you know that they know <laughs> that you were bad talking them, but they don't bring it up. They just let you know that they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because do you really want to be the person that brings up that you shit talked them to the entire city news? <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. would do that? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, but yeah, that's episode three. Yeah. Yay. I really like this show, even if it's way too relatable now than when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty relatable even when I first watched it, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. But now, it hurts more. <laughs> that mm-hmm. shit hurt. That knife just went deeper and deeper. Ugh. Yeah, the knife was already in my back, but this time really just drove it in. <laughs> not, not to say that I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> That's what 
It is a fun show, just as I remembered. Yeah. Uh, that's what, I, I even since these episodes were shorter, I went ahead and watched the fourth episode. Oh, shit. Just because I was liking it so much. So wow. in real time, you get to hear, for once in my goddamn life, <laughs> I actually continue to show that we watched here. But it's also like, Whoa. they're 15 minutes versus like 20 or 22. Like, they're not that much shorter? Because there are some like Yeah, it's five way minutes. less of a time commitment, which is nice. Well, I was thinking like the opposite. They're not that much. Like, there's some short form animes that are like five minutes. Like, it's a whole episode. So, like, it's mm-hmm. still like, you know, 15 minutes of time. It's a good chunk of time. So... But it, I guess that fifteen or that five minute difference is enough to be like oh, I can binge one of these out real quick. Yeah, yeah. It, there's something about it. Like I, um, what was I gonna say? It just yeah, it just feels that way. Like, and it happens. This is what I was gonna say. It happens so fast, like everything in the show, mm-hmm. that it goes by really fast. Yeah, the energy is like very upbeat and high, uh, fast pace. Yeah, yeah. The pacing is also solid because it doesn't feel like they're rushing through stuff. It just Mm -hmm. makes the short form aspect of it work better. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of really highlighting like the stress and like intense productivity and crunch time of like an office job. So that like lends way to like the high energy of like talking really fast and getting through a lot of dialogue and like, you know, covering a lot of the story in some of those scenes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I really enjoy it. And I believe they had a a a Christmas special. And I'm not, I believe they're doing another season, but I'm not sure. I hope so. Yeah, I believe season two is in production. I don't know the release schedule of that. Yeah. Mm. But, hey, so it sounds like we barred there. We've we been living in there too long. We've been we, there. We've we done that. <laughs> We've been there, <sighs> done that, watched it, <laughs> cried a lot. <laughs> We're just reliving Shirobaka all over again. <sighs> that one was That, too that was very yeah. specific to what we did. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the uh, anime version of those Facebook ads that are like, only uh, 90s kids born in September named Emily will get this. <laughs> Just like that level of specificity. Only pe- This one was more general, which uh, was nice. Only people who yeah. are interns at a post-production studio will get this. <laughs> Too real. Uh, so that's good. Uh, we fa- I finally picked one Dugan liked. I don't know when the last time that happened was. <laughs> you did it! Yeah! Yay! Yay, Brendan! Oh, Samurai Shampoo. We all like that one. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. it had the weed. Uh, that's not why I like it. I mean, that's a good it. episode, though. It is a good episode. So, what do we got coming up? Hooray! So, uh, so uh, what we have going on next week. Uh, I've, I've heard news about this, uh, movie. Uh, there's, they're making this movie about this, uh, uh, blue dude. Um, I think his name is, like, no. Sanchez no. or something? We're, no. Oh, God. We're not doing this. Uh, oh, no, I, I remember. It's Sonic. <sighs> oh. Uh, we are going to be watching the Sonic X anime series. I know nothing about it. I just know Brendan is very hesitant, so I'm sure it's great. <sighs> we'll get to it. It's not like the worst thing Sonic's done. It's just... <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be uh, g- going fast to next week. Gotta... I don't, I don't wanna. <laughs> gotta go fast. Uh. Gotta, gotta go fast. 
<laughs> Roll around the speed of sound. Sonic around. Sorry, we can cut that out. <laughs> no, we're leading with that. That's our intro. <laughs> That's the intro for the show. So Come with me and we will escape the city. city. Oh, no, I just slipped into Kingdom Hearts there. <laughs> I, I already established this is all staying in, and yet you continue to sing. <laughs> I, this is what I we do anyway. We'll sing it to my heart's content. <laughs> we opened the show with bad singing. Let's end the show with bad singing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, well, uh, it makes life less soul-crushing knowing you're listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Peek, peek behind I mean, the curtain true. there. I I wanted to do a tie into it, the, the office soul crushingness, and then it just got real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if if you have a show you would like us to watch, feel free to tweet at us at Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, you can reach out to our email Are We There Yet at gmail dot com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mister Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brandon. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is something else that's not uh, that important. Instead, I'm going to take my time and plug another series. It's a YouTube what? animated series called Tales of Alerion. A L E T H R I O N. And it's. About an hour long for the whole series, and it's just beautifully animated, and it's incredibly well done. There's no dialogue; it's all just like different like tones and like M and E and like music, and it's just like so very well done. And it's Danish animated series, and they're working on their second season that's being kickstarted right now. And I already pledged to it, and I really hope other people do because it's so good, and I want to see more of it. Yeah, I was seeing people on Twitter ta- uh, talking about it, but I I haven't watched it yet, so I need to check that out. Oh. This is the first time hearing of For it. For their second se- uh, second season Kickstarter, they released all of the videos they've done just in one one-hour video. So you can just watch all of season one in one video right now. So I highly That's recommend cool. it. cool. All right. Well, if... if- Cool artwork is your thing. Uh, uh, check out our friend Camille Ruley. Uh Camille Ruley did our artwork. And thank you to Louis Zong for our theme music, Stories Off the Album Beats. Uh, you can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Don't let the man keep you down. Fight the corporate mentality.